Hi, I'm Colleen, your host of The Good News Podcast. And I'm Neil, the other host. The Good News Podcast is your source for good news, fun stories, auditory delight, and sonic joy. We're bringing all of this goodness to you from the Cards Against Humanity studios in Chicago. Welcome to part two of our conversation with Mary Nisi, urban beekeeper here in Chicago. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, where did you find your mentor? So I had an initial mentor who was a woman who worked at Christy Weber. Mm-hmm. Her name was Marina Post. She's great. Um, she's very mystical. Like when I talk to her, she sounds like oh. like mm. like a D and D lady. She talks very much more like kind of spiritually about the bees. And she was my mentor for the first half of my first year. And then she went on a really long vacation, and I had a situation. <laughs> so you had to find a new mentor. Yeah. So I had a situation where I, Marina and I did a did an inspection together where I got annihilated. Like I got stung like almost 20 times she got stung like 25 or 30 oh, it was like no. it was really a bad inspection yeah and um i don't know if i've ever been stung by a bee oh wow. uh, I, okay did you see my pictures on instagram i did oh, your my, foot was my fo- huge. i got 12 stings last weekend on my foot it was insane how do you prevent a sting i mean i know you have a Wait, whole outfit I, but sorry uh, we the, have to, i'm the, sorry I'm okay so you had this bad inspection we had a bad inspection and and uh, it was just bad because of all the stings uh, the, well, they were just being crazy. They're being my, my bees prior to that were always really docile. Like mm-hmm. they would let me go in. I, I, I think I'd gotten stung maybe once before this inspection, and I just and they were going like they were going through my suit because I was fully suited up, and they got me. They were like so mad. They were like. It's really bad when they get crazy because they start dinging into you like doom 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 doom. Jeez! And usually my suit's able to prevent it, but like they were furious, and so I had a really bad inspection. And then I went back in two weeks later, and I couldn't find any eggs. And I was like, "Oh, this isn't good. Like this is this isn't good." I had heard about this woman, Jana Kinsman, who has a company called Bike Bee. She does all. She like manages a bunch of hives all over the city, and she does it from her bike. So okay. she's she's. Amazing. So Jana came by. I called her. I was like, I don't, you don't know me, but I've got hives. I kind of have a situation. Like, can you just come over and help me? And she's like, yeah. Sure. That was when we opened up the hive and found the bee penis. Oh, stuck into yeah. the so queen. What I, so we think either I killed the queen when we did that inspection at the end of June of last year. And uh-huh. that's why the hive went crazy they is are... because they didn't have a leader. Because if you don't have a queen, it like really messes up the hive. She's like the regulatory like. Keeps everybody yeah. chill. Okay. So I either killed that queen or what most likely happened is that she had already died. And they were in the process of requeening. Because when mm. I, went, I went back in 18 days later and it takes 18 days for them to gestate. Yeah. So when we went in with, this is so crazy. We go in to the hive. We find the queen with the penis hanging out of it. Jana pulls it out. And then she looks at it in the front of the hive and she's like, there is a dead queen right here in front of the door of the hive because the bees will take out the dead. Uh-huh. And it was like still twitching. And, she's, and we looked and there were, there were six queen cells so basically, Duns, they were like there were like six swarm cells that were had queens inside of them. They fought to the death. One queen lived. She was able to make it out for her maiden voyage while all these other queens were down here fighting, fighting. it out. Okay. And then she came back with bee penis hanging out of her. And she wasn't able to lay eggs because the bee, bee penis. penis was blocking her. So Jana pulls the bee penis out. And then we go back in a week later. Queen, right? Everything's great. Million eggs, babies are being born, all is right in the world. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, 
Do you have to use tweezers to pull out the bee penis? No, she's got Jana's a badass. She bee keeps without without gloves on. So she just like literally just pulled it out of her butt. Wow. And how big's a, how big's a queen bee? A little smaller than that. Okay, it's sorry. Like, so for for listeners, maybe like two and a half inches. I'm trying to think. It's like if you took. No, 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 not two and a half inches. She's about. So, like, a worker is probably a half an inch. A drone is probably, like, five-eighths of an inch. And then the queen is probably about an maybe an inch long. Sure. She yeah. looks like a school bus, kind of. She's kind Cute. of long and skinny. Um, like, when, you are, when you're trying to find the queen, you're like, can I see her? Where is she at? Because that's also what you're trying to do when you're going is you're trying to find the queen. Yeah. And uh, I'll be like, is this her? And then I'm like, oh, no, this is a drone. And then when you see her, like, oh, wait, I can't believe I was, like, yeah. mis- making mistakes here because this wow. is clearly the queen. Man, that's that's exciting. You could do that, Neil, because you have a great backyard. Maybe I'll open up a hive. Yeah, I need a mentor. You can't do it without a mentor. You, you know, can't. Jana is going to be doing a series of classes at my co-working space, and you should this take, just turn into a marketing opportunity. For yep, my... Here we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. just you should do it. I can see I, you really liking. Well, that. here's the thing. Here's my B story. Everybody's okay. got a B story. Yeah, I your, your B story is that you've yet to have an interaction. Yeah. with these. <laughs> One time uh, on the like the Fourth of July. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, on the Fourth of July, I like sat on of a beehive. Year? No, no, no. When I was like seven. I sat in a beehive and I got stung like a hundred times. Oh yeah, don't yeah. I got so stung you, so many tra- times. You've been traumatized. Well, I I don't know if I'm allergic to bees. You're now. not. Great. There I go. So yeah, I'm gonna be a beekeeper. You should be a beekeeper. <laughs> well, but the other thing is, is that people think they're allergic to bees because they got stung by a bee and their leg blew up or whatever. Yeah. And that's not aller- No, that's not an allergy. Okay. That's a reaction to a bee sting. An allergy is your throat closing. Yeah. So I when just you feel had, like I almost when died. You're, when you're. Fu- <laughs> You're fine. Uh. When your your foot swelled, it was it would it have swollen from one bee sting, or do you need like because it sounds like you had a multiple bee sting? So last weekend, I was in my hive. I was in for too long. I was making a bunch of rookie mistakes. Like people were like, "Are those bees Africanized? Are you okay? You need." I'm like, "No, no, no. I made all the mistakes." Like Jana was laughing at me. Like. I was like, I'm like, I, all this happened. She's like, what color were you wearing? Bees don't like the color black because it looks like a predator that's trying to come into the hive. Like a bear? Bears, <laughs> raccoons, mice. You know, it's like they, yeah. yeah. They, so they will attack black. You have a cute pink bee suit. Though. I do, but I was wearing a black, I had black socks. So I always wear hunter boots when I'm wearing, when I do my inspections. And it was so hot that I'm like, I'm just going to wear my clogs. Yeah, rookie mistake. Clogs, clogs are always a rookie mistake. Yeah, no matter I mean, the it's like, it's like they're like <laughs> one step above Crocs. Yeah, they're the same as Crocs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they, I was wearing my Crocs, I was wearing clogs. And I got I got through the whole inspection. Everything was fine. And then, like, j- my husband was kind of rushing me, I, which I he gets more. He's my stenographer, so I'm like, this frame has eighty percent. So he's like, so he's like always like ten feet away from me, fully suited up, by the way, and writing everything down that I'm, that I'm like dictating to him. And he was kind of rushing me. We had to go pick up our kid. He was like elsewhere. Thank God. And then I started packing up the hive, and then I got one sting on my ankle. Okay. And I, I flicked my foot to like get it off of me, and then my clog flew off, and I was wearing a black sock, and it just went funk. Really? No. Yeah. Wow. I got, tw- wow. I got 12 stings on my foot. I start screaming. Oh. Yeah. And I, I go running through the backyard and jump into our kiddie pool because we've got like a, yeah. a yeah. kiddie pool, and I just like standing there, and I'm like, not knowing what to do because yeah. like the bees are just bu- they're bouncing off of me. They're furious, and I'm standing there and I'm like, the hive's open. I have to. I have to go back over. I have to. I have to go close it up. Like I'm like, and I'm standing in the pool. So I, 
peel off my sock. My foot is just growing by the minute. Ugh. I go inside the house. I, I jam my wellies on. And then I went and closed up the hive. And I'm like, the fuck, man? Like, Is it worth it? I was, just, yeah. I was like, I'm like, I don't think I should, I shouldn't do this anymore. Like, I'm bad at this. Yeah. Like, it was like, I had this, this like seriously deep philosophical thoughts mm. and then I, I'm like I'm just gonna leave him alone after this so I the next the next day I walk past my hive and I realize that I didn't fully put it completely back together again and I'm like oh, I'll just I'll just throw my veil on and just do it without gloves on which is what I did and I got a sting on I got like two, two on the back of my arms and then one on my hand and I'm just like and I have to go back in today because you have to go in weekly. Are you gonna? You're gonna get like a PTSD over this. I know. I, I have to go back in. It's getting back on the horse. It's yeah. Getting back in the high. You guys got to get Mama in there. Mamma mia! I know. Wow. It's kind of a lot, guys. Um, this is more than you bargained for. No, no this is this great. This is amazing. Chicago has tough winters. So yeah. So does the whole, what? What is that? Do they all die off except for the queen? So it's starting in September, they kick all the dudes out. Nice. <laughs> All the drones. Mm-hmm. All the drones. Mm-hmm. But the drones are in charge of temperature regulation. I know. That's the weird thing about them kicking them out. But they're mm. just a drain on resources because they eat twice as much honey as the workers do. Nice. Okay. Get them out of there. I so, know. That's right. Yeah. So all the dudes. So like part of one of the jobs. That, so after the bees have been nurse bees, then they become undertakers. And they literally, their whole job is just taking out dead bees. Like every morning when I go out, there's like a little pile of dead bees Aww. like outside the door to the hive. Let so throw out the yeah, bodies. Yeah, but in September it's just like piles of dead drones. Oh, oh so you, so you're saying you're not saying like the guys just leave. They're dead. They're, well, I think some of them are. Some of them leave. Some of them are murdered. Some of them are murdered. <laughs> I, mean, I, I actually don't know. I've actually never thought that one through. But yeah, there's always dead bees out there in the, especially in the fall. So the drones get kicked out, and then it's just ladies. The hive goes from like sixty thousand at its peak down to about ten. Okay, uh, thousand. And, skeleton uh, crew. Yeah, skeleton crew. Skeleton crew. Just <laughs> just the necessities. Yeah. And then they just spend the winter like as like a little ball. Like I have a flur, this like heat thing that I can put on my phone. And I can see it's like a little ball of bees just kind of moving through. And they're, they're, the queen's in the middle. And they're just like moving through and eating the honey like oh, systematically okay. through. But the unfortunately, like the polar vortex that happened in yeah. Like part of the, like one of the jokes about that the beekeepers love to tell. You ask ten beekeepers a question, you'll get twenty different answers. Like no, there's no one will agree on anything. Aww. Which is which is kind of crappy. Which is why you need to find a mentor that you trust and yeah. just do what that person says. Tells you to do because you're gonna get conflicting information sure. all over the place. Mm. That's my friend Mary Nisi. She has been urban beekeeping for the last two years. She is an entrepreneur super lady. She owns a DJ company called Toast and Jam, and she also owns and operates a co-working space called Ampersand in Logan Square in Chicago. Thanks for listening. Do you have good news? Incredible. Or maybe you want to tell us a joke or idea? Excellent. Email us at hello at thegoodnewspodcast.fm. Or leave us a voicemail at 773-217-0156. You can also tweet us at The Good News Pod. And follow us on Instagram, too. And if you love The Good News Podcast, think about supporting us on our Patreon page. Most of our music is by Poddington Bear. 